Hi guys, long time no see, or hear for that matter. Um, I have not done one of these. I just checked and I'm ashamed to say I've done three this year. No, four, three or four. And it's like nearly halfway through the year. I'm not proud of my actions. Um, just disappointed within myself. I really thought I was going to be on it this year. But clearly that has proven to be not correct within any aspect of my life. But that's okay. Because we live and we learn. Um, how are you guys? I mean, this is a one-way conversation. But like, internally, you just let me know how you are. But um, I just wanted to do one of these because I have a free afternoon now. Um, and I just can't stop talking. And I think we could turn that into something positive. And just have a nice little shit talk. I did post on the blog for some questions. Casey has sent in a shit turn. So she'll probably have like the whole pod covered. I'm not going to lie. I mean, there are some things I just want to talk about in general. And her questions were really good because she asked them about the Met, which I was going to talk about anyway. So she's a lovely segue. But um, life updates. I don't really have too many. I got a new phone. Um, This time last week? No, last Wednesday. Because my phone was busted. She was kind of outdated. Not like horrifically. I think it came out in 2019. I got it in 2020. Um, and it was like, it was fine. It was just being really slow. I'd cracked my screen. She was just not looking the best. And I'd been due an upgrade for years. So I was like, why not? And upgrading it was the most stressful thing I've done in a bit because... I didn't know if the sim was going to... This is such a first world problem, please. But I didn't know if the sim was going to fit. So on and so forth. And it caused me a lot of stress. But now I have her. She's great. I love her. I got the A53. Um, in case any of you are wondering. I got it in black, which Drea slated me for. And I'm kind of slating myself at the same time. Because there was, there was a... What was it? It was black, white... A blue but it wasn't like an ugly fuck like technology blue it was like a periwinkle it was delicious and then like a peach and i really was thinking about going for the peach or the blue but like i got nervous on the phone and just said black because it goes with everything it's universal what if the blue doesn't match my outfit one day what am i supposed to do you know what i mean and i could always just put like a blue sticker on it um so yeah i got a new phone so hopefully i sound better um, one of my biggest fears is with my old phones, like years ago, the mic would always break and the amount of times I would call someone and I would be talking and they just didn't hear was astronomical. So I get actually very quite nervous that one day, cause I don't listen to these back. I stop, I press stop recording. I give it a title. I put it out. I don't listen to it back. Um, cause why would I do that? Why would I subject myself to that level of torture? But, um, yeah, I don't listen to these back. So for all I know, one of these pods could be actually quite literally radio silence and I would not be none the wiser. So hopefully I sound good and crisp and, and just better than I did before. All the same. That's fine. But yeah, that's really my life update. Well, no, this more. <laughs> my mental <laughs> is diminishing by the second, truly. The last week or so... <clears throat> I've just been very down. I'm finding it very hard to derive joy in everyday life. 
which is not fun like it's i'm not having a good time like i just find i don't know like things that usually make me happy just aren't um like i don't know i just small things that i usually enjoy i just don't have the energy for but i've been in a slump like this more times than i can count and i just kind of have to wait it out and pull myself back out um but i think i'm f like i think i'll be fine i'll be fine but i'm okay i'm like a solid six out of ten today i'm just kind of bored hence why i was like let me just sit down and shit talk to the girlies and yeah that's kind of my updates for now i want to answer some of these questions and a nanny came onto my blog um and said and made the suggestion that maybe i should do like a pod where like i talk about blind items like like the dumois oh god just saying that made me sick like the dumois stuff and then i try and guess who it's about because i don't have instagram or anything so i don't really follow dumois the only thing i know about dumois is what people send me and what i see so like on the dash so i think that'd be interesting i mean they don't have to be from dumois they could be like a subreddit or something but i thought that would be so fun so maybe i'll do that in the next one um, I want like a whole separate, I feel I was thinking about making like a segment, like in every pod doing like either one or like, maybe like a big one or a few little ones. I feel like it's a nice little segment now, but I don't know whether to do like a little segment or just do like a whole pod specifically for that. I mean, we'll see. I feel like I don't really want to do it today. So I'll probably just, I don't know. Let me ponder on it. But yeah, I have some questions. Um... And I did post them on the blog just so they didn't get lost in my inbox. So bear with me a moment while I scroll through the hellhole. Oh, someone's put, oh, can you share your thoughts on the Don't Worry Darling trailer? Um, I need a drink. I am just not happy with it. I mean, we I knew anyone with two working cells within their head knew that deep, even if they're in denial they know that deep down this project is absolute dog shit um so like i don't know what anyone expected truly from this i didn't even know the trailer had dropped until i saw people talking about it on the dash i just feel like it, number one i feel like sh I, I don't know i just feel like the impact of it isn't probably what miss wild wanted i really think she's added to me when I was watching the trailer, it was giving off very much Jordan Peele vibes. And I don't mean that in a good way. I don't mean that in terms of the talent that he has and the way in which he creates film. I mean, like, it felt like she was imitating him. It was... I know, like, we've had, we've, we all joke about, like, the whole white get-out thing. But truly, that's it felt like that was what she was trying to emulate. But instead of race, it was a focus on um, gender and misogyny oh god and just you know things of that nature which is just so dense to me because i don't want to hear i am so sick and tired in the same way that i'm hearing like sick of hearing white gay stories i'm sick of hearing white feminist feminism stories in the same way that i'm hearing depressing black stories that always focus around how awful being black is or how blah, 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 instead of just having normal, you know, happy, positive content. 
I just don't want to hear it from her personally. Like, I just don't care for it. I will say the colour palette was very nice. I like that. It was quite summery. Whoever did costume design, I want them fired. Am I wrong in saying that it was meant to be set in the 50s? And I, I, I'm not, like, I get it. It's a simulation. Oh, sorry. Oh, girlies. Spoiler. Oof. If I spoiled that for you, I'll be honest. I've probably done you a favour because that means you don't have to watch it. But spoilers ahead. Yeah, it's a simulation. So maybe that like... But I... Okay, there could be some nuance in it in terms of, oh, they're making slip-ups within the costuming to maybe give hints, hints to the audience. But like, I don't think they're that smart. I don't think they're that smart to think of that concept ahead of time personally i want whoever did costuming fired i want whoever did casting fired and i know who did casting i'm just so perplexed trailer was too long three minutes i don't first of all i don't really watch trailers but if i do i want a short snappy a minute at the most i don't want the whole plot spoiled i just want little plot points that you know give subtle hints i want i like subtlety i appreciate subtlety um i'm just furious i only watched a minute and 45 seconds of it because i got so bored the way that she knows what she's doing and it drives me absolutely like nuts she put harry and the harry and florence sex scenes in there specifically to garner a certain audience and to garner that traction like she knows that she's not dumb i mean she is she's a dumb bitch but like she's not dumb and she knows what she's doing for the last year and a half she has been milking this for everything it is worth which is very little to start off with but i don't know I, it just was very lackluster to me However, the part of Harry screaming in the car and ripping off the wheel, I was losing my damn mind. It was so funny. And when he was screaming, he was like, stop it. It was just hilarious. I was talking to Dre about this. I don't know. I, oh, I'm i just so angry because you've got Florence there who is, I mean, she's not my favorite person. I don't, there's something about her that really puts me off, but she, great actor. I'll give it to her. American accent, lovely, sounds great. If I didn't know she was English, I would be very unassuming. Um, why is he English still? I know why he's English still, because he can't do an American accent. Like I know, uh, I know deep down within myself, that is why he has been kept with an English accent. And it drives me fucking balmy. Like how dare that be allowed to happen can you imagine had anybody else a hired actor whether they were inexperienced or not came onto set saw the script and knew they couldn't do an accent so got to keep the original one and i know someone's gonna come for me and say but you don't know that that's okay i know that that's the case like i can tell but like it's just a damn mess and it felt like he was reciting lines oh it's just so embarrassing and then Olivia's screen time within the trailer was absolutely astronomical. It was so funny. She reminded me of Patty and Velma. Not Velma. What's her name? Is it Velma? The the sisters, the Hag sisters from The Simpsons, Marge's sisters. Patty, Selma, Velma. I feel like one of them's for sure Patty. Either way, they had like those disgusting, croaky voices. They were smoking all the time. Just, just overall hags that's what it was giving me i didn't like it at all and i just oh it was just so bad 
Had this been anything else, people would be ripping it to shreds. But because Harry had a shave, everyone's like losing their damn minds. And we get it, he's a handsome young man. Do you want to know something? Do you want to know what grinds my gears? People shame, rightly so, like TikTokers and, and just celebrities in general who have nothing to offer in a certain field apart from their looks and their um, societal like notoriety. What's Harry doing then? Had he not looked or had the same notoriety, he would not have even been looked at twice. So before you get on your high horse and try to come for anyone else, just realise your boy, your favourite white boy of the month, is also within, you know, that group. The call is coming from inside the flaming house. So just jot that down and you jot that down in your notes app, please. But I just hated it overall. I'd give it like a four out of ten. And the colour palette contributed to at least two of those points. I'm just not happy with it. But I don't have to be happy with it. It's not for me. When it comes out, I'm definitely um, going to illegally stream it. Because why wouldn't I at this point? I'm not putting any money in her pocket. If anything, I hope she loses her deal. And then like her life crumbles around her. I love watching people like that fail. It makes me very happy. Because she's sick in the head. Like I can, She's just sick. Um, but that, I'm going to leave that there. Because what else is there to say? It was like, oh, shot of a nice pool. Shot of a nightclub. Harry and Florence having a shag. Shot of a nice pool. Shot of a nightclub. Florence and Harry having a shag. Like, no substance. It's got as much depth as a shallow pool. It's just ridiculous to me. But we're going to be moving on to something that is... Within my slightly depressive episode as of late, it really just, you know... It threw up my spirits it was incredible and that is miss olivia wilde olivia cockburn i know it's pronounced coburn but it is cockburn um (laughs) miss olivia wilde getting served custody papers whilst promoting her own movie i just think it was it's just absolutely it's just delicious to me. Like, I'm very, very happy about it. I think the second I saw the video, I was just screaming, crying, pissing, shitting, throwing up. It was, honest to God, the highlight of my week. And it's even taken over to this week. Like, it's, it's just made my life. It was so hilarious because when it first came out, obviously there was no video. There was only, like, the picture of her holding the envelope, which in of itself was enough to literally... I felt like I'd done, like, seven lines of coke. It was incredible. But um, but people were like sending me, um, what's it like a transcript, like a word for word what she said, and it made it sound and appear that it was really comical, and that you know everyone was laughing, and it was this really funny, nonchalant, easy thing, and I was like, oh, that takes away a little bit of the deliciousness, but I will take it anyway. And then the video came out, and you could see in her concave little face, the way in which, like her, I could tell that she crumbled in that moment. It was hilarious. Like she she was like, it feels very timely. I'm gonna open it. Is it a script? Oh, oh, okay, got it. So anyway, gorgeous cars. It was just absolutely incredible that you could just see. 
She was fucking terrified. And I'm happy about it for one. I do feel really bad for her children though. Because while I doubt that they are being neglected, because they are obviously the um, spawn of two very wealthy um, people, I doubt they're being neglected in terms of physicality or anything like that. However... Okay, I don't... Do I think Olivia is a complete deadbeat mother? No. Do I think she's an absentee mother? Yes. Do I respect her? No. Does she need to get out my face? Yes. Like, she's sick. Um, But, you know, it's really concerning when you've got two children and very, very publicly, you have spent the majority of the last year and a half. And they're at very fundamental stages within their growth. They're very young. I feel like they're like probably like eight and like five or something. I don't know. They're, they're young children who need their parents around to help positively impact their development. And they have a sense... Well, I mean, I, I'm sure, sure, sure they don't know the specific details. But their mother has quite literally for the last year and a half been swanning off um it's calmed down now but especially when it first came out and like last year it felt like every two days we were getting an article and pictures and it was like harry and olivia in italy on a yacht in wherever 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 just swanning off doing jack shit um gallivanting like common whores just around the globe and it just looks awful when you realize that she is actually a mother because in what other scenario would that be okay? Imagine if Sally, who lived down your road, had two children. She was also um, not with her um, partner in which she had her children with, which is fine. But imagine she then gets a new partner and leaves her children. Sally from down the road leaves her children with the father and then swans off to wherever for a year and a half, you would have social services on the phone, banging on the door. The only reason she's not being called out for it or even slightly defended is because she is famous. It's not normal to leave your kids for that long, especially considering it is with a man that you have known for a very short amount of time. I just find it very strange. It kind of reminds me of Kim and Pete in terms of like Pete is now apparently he's got um Kim's Kim and Ye's children's initials tattooed on him and he's been seen like rolling around with North just one on one when Kim and Pete have not been together for long. It's really strange. And I mean I think it's quite obvious that Harry has been around her children and I find it fucking nuts. Like because they're gonna break up. I cannot see this lasting for the simple fact that she's going to... Oh, I was going to say something really... I don't know if I should say that. She's going to dry up soon. And Harry is very... He seems to be. Obviously, I don't know him. And I think that's for the best. He seems to be very fickle and very shallow. So when she inevitably goes through, like, menopause and can't actually give him a kid of his own, he's probably going to get bored and swan off to the next Victoria's Secret 26-year-old... Pale skin, freckles, blonde hair, blue eyes, likes to surf, 70s aesthetic girl. Like, he's just going to do that again. And we will see this cycle repeat until he either marries one of them or continues just to get older while the girls get younger, a la Leonardo DiCaprio. But I just think it's appalling. And I do feel bad for her kids. And I saw a lot of people stating Jason. I don't care for Jason. I don't find him funny. I don't care about him or whatsoever. Do I think it was correct of him to... 
But this is the thing, though. I don't think he specifically ordered the papers to be given to her on that day. Like, I don't think he, like, conjured up some kind of scheme to do that. I just think that he needed to get her served, and then that's the place where the people he was serving her thought it was appropriate because it was somewhere where she couldn't hide. She was out in the open. She couldn't reject the advances because, obviously, the cameras, the public eye. So I think that was... Um, it was unfortunate timing for her. Great timing for us. But I don't think he's evil for that. I feel like he seems to be the more committed parent out of the two. Um, and I just feel bad for her kids. But with that being said, I hope she there's pat pictures of her going in and out of the court in like some fuck ugly suit. It will just it'll be hilarious. But I do hope her kids are okay uh, and that Jason's all right. But she, for all I care, could rot. But yeah, that really did make my day. Like it was so funny. It was almost, it was almost too funny. Like Dre and I <laughs> were on Facetime, losing our damn minds. Like I was screaming. Um, it was just hilarious. But yeah, I'll leave that there because I want to move on to some other things. Someone has just sent me an ask, literally as we speak. Um, well, Casey is one ties in with this. Casey has sent me a bunch, but her first one is. It literally is, it's not even a question, it's a statement. And it just says, Kim and Pete need to die in a fire along with MGK and Megan. And then someone sent me, do you believe that Pete and Kim are actually dating or they did it for fame and then they just fuck around? Um, first of all, I posted earlier because I'm obviously a micro-influencer that Kim and Pete are giving off the same energy as Megan and Kelly because not only are they just disgusting i mean i love megan fox i'm not gonna lie i love megan fox do i think this whole relationship has cheapened her in my eyes absolutely um to get with such a vile man is beyond me but i think they just give off the same energy and also courtney and travis give off the same energy too they're all just raps they're fucking dirty pigs but like i, I it's just a, a, a damn mess but i do think they are I think they are dating, which is worse. I can't necessarily... Pete is very mentally unwell. And I say this with no jest. He's he's spoken many times. He has... I think it's borderline personality disorder. It might be bipolar, but I'm pretty sure it's BPD. Not sure. But um, I know he has that. And for some... Every relationship he's in, he treats it like the most intense hyperfixation in the world. Um... He did it with Ariana, I feel like a few weeks or maybe like a month into them dating, he got several tattoos of her that he's now like had to cover up. And then when those relationships end, he goes into these really depressive emotional spirals because see, I feel like he puts everything into this because he is so mentally unwell. Um, and I'm not saying that people who put everything into their relationships are mentally unwell. I'm just saying I feel like the reason he acts the way he does is because of his mental state. And I don't know, Kim, to me, is very clearly taking advantage of that. I saw a clip of her on Ellen when she was talking about um, Pete and how, like, he has got her name branded on him. Now, if you don't know what branding means, that is not a simple tattoo. That is when they take an iron, I believe iron, stamp, heat it up and imprint it on your skin so it will create a permanent scar. Which is as horrific... Well, I wouldn't say horrific. Uh, it's as extreme as it sounds. And they've been dating for not very long. I feel like a matter of months. And she seemed so absolutely um, flattered and blushy and just coy about this news. 
But I personally watched it and I actually felt like bile rise up in my throat. I was like, why are you so happy about a man that you have not... It's because she's narcissistic. We all know this. She tries to play the game of, I don't like talking about myself. Like, I just don't like talking about myself. I'm so selfless. I study law and I love shapewear. Like, that's the vibe she tries to give off. And it never works. Because she very clearly is extremely narcissistic and has a humongous ego. So things like this fuel her. Um, he also has a tattoo that says, my girl is a lawyer. First of all, she's not a lawyer. Not yet. And if you really want to... You know what? I'm going to contain myself. I'm going to try and be nice. But I just think it's a damn mess. I do think they're dating, um, which is the more disturbing of the two. I wish I could say that I thought that they weren't, but I do believe that they are. Which is really rather unfortunate. But um, what can you do? And it's really bucked Pete down within my estimations of him. Like, I used to think... I mean, I used to... You guys know. I used to have the biggest crush on Pete. Uh, and I just... He makes me sick. Like, for me, I'd heard through the grapevine several times that he's made comments about black women derogatory comments to black black women and his preference towards them which is never needed um and just i don't know and just seeing him with kim makes my skin genuinely crawl because i believe that family i know people say it as a joke i think that family literally is the devil like they are disgusting obviously the kids are exempt because they're children um and they're just a product of their environment um and they don't really know any better but the adults they are sick in the head they're all vile little people but um yeah i do think they're dating can't wait for them to break up though it's gonna be funny to see right next question right this is um from casia love my life her user is where are the watermelons go check her out um and she's put who will be doing promo for this damn movie because olivia is the only one who posted the trailer with any enthusiasm like none of the other cast members have said a word about it so i need to know the story about what happened on set because i know people are pissed first of all i don't think we're ever getting that that story because i'm 100 percent sure they've signed um ndas like i almost said nfts oof but like um yeah i think they've all signed ndas because olivia knows that she's a slimy little cunt i feel like she would make people sign ndas not even just to keep like her being a twat rumors offset but just to keep her people's mouths shut about her and henry so um i feel like we're probably never gonna get that story unless someone wants to be bold i'm all for the story if somebody wants to be bold maybe lose a job or two um and come out and tell us the real gossip i'd be all for it to be quite frank but um i doubt it's gonna happen promo i can see it being olivia on her own because she's a narcissistic pig florence Gemma, kiki harry pine um nick kroll maybe I don't know. I can feel like that's probably the way it's going to do. Like, the way it's going to go. I think it's hilarious and absolutely no one has shown any support towards this whatsoever, apart from Olivia. To me, that says a lot regarding 
the state and the set in which things happened. Like, when an actor shoots a movie, usually they are, depending on their age bracket and stuff, I mean, you've not got Meryl Streep posting Instagram stories of her on film sets, but, like, you know, young up-and-coming actors or just young actors in general, um, lots of the time they promo a lot of their stuff on social media. The second a trailer comes out, they're absolutely on it, talking about it in interviews. Everyone has been radio silent, which to me indicates that there was something off on the set. I mean, we all could have guessed that. It is such an uncomfortable environment. Can you imagine being on set, right? And your director, imagine imagine being in Florence's shoes. You are the lead, um, you are the lead role, and your counterpart lead role is very openly shagging and flirting and canoodling with his your and his director on shift. I know it's not like a nine to five where you clock in, you clock out, but they are still doing a job. And whilst it is a lot more loose than a you know standard job, there are still procedures and boundaries that I think should be set in place. It's not normal. I find it a really strange power dynamic for them to have. If this, if she, I hate to be one of those, well, actually, people who are like, well, what if the roles were reversed? But what if they had been reversed? If this was a 37-year-old man who was actively seeking out his female lead because he thought she was attractive and thought he was a fit for the role, thought she was a fit for the role, who was 10 years younger than him, by the way, and then proceeded to sleep with her, get in a relationship with her, gallivant around with her, he would be cancelled to an immeasurable point. So why does that change if she's a woman? I know why. Anyone with two brain cells bouncing around in their school knows why. It's because she is not only privileged, she is white, she is wealthy, she is conventionally attractive, and she brings in a certain demographic of people who like to live vicariously through her because she is so average. And now, I know I just said she's conventionally attractive. That's conventional. That has nothing to do with me. I don't care for her at all. Um, I don't find her attractive. But as a whole, people do. So she is able to get away with things that she wouldn't, that other people wouldn't be able to. But then she wants to scream feminist, like some kind of martyr for her cause, like some real activist, philanthropist, philosopher just she really thinks she's more political than she is for the simple fact that she likes to spew nonsense she really for me she just needs to take her head out of her ass and realize that yes she is a feminist but she is a feminist for people who look like her who act like her who take up the same spaces as her she does not know how to open doors for minorities one because i don't think she wants to and two she does not have the range the assets or the equipment to do so especially considering the way that she runs her productions you know i mean we've got Gemma, woman of color we've got kiki a woman of color they were the only two women of color i saw within that whole movie well trailer should i say and then we know why she's done it. Token diversity. She wants to be seen as somebody that can have a really inclusive set, a positive set, whilst doing the bare minimum. It's the same way that Fashion Nova, um, misguided, pretty little thing, will use these models who are ethnically ambiguous um, to, you know, gain diversity coins without actually having to add any diversity. 
they don't want to hire dark-skinned black women, dark-skinned Asian women, um, dark-skinned anyone, or just plain not white people. They want the praise of having a person of colour without having to even distinguish what that person of colour's colour is. And that's exactly the vibe she's giving me. Um, and I'm not, I just think it's absolutely atrocious. But she's not going to learn from this. She never will. As much as she, she could cry feminist all she wants she's not my feminist she doesn't care about me she doesn't care about people that look like me she cares about making herself and people who are like herself richer more successful so you know it's not my i i have no need to defend her but i can see why a lot of harry's demographic does because harry's demographic is made up of primarily young white women who see themselves in olivia because she is not she's not excessively she's not a model she's not she's not excessively anything she's too much and too little at exactly the same time she has nothing extravagant or necessarily special about her so it's very easy to project onto her because she's a blank slate in the same way that Harry is, which is why a lot of people can project onto Harry. But yeah, that's how I see the promo going. I see it being a hot mess, personally. Um, and I think after the promo, we will probably get... It's either going to amp up or amp down. We're going to get more, you know, dumb pictures, dumb videos, or they're going to break up. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like it can only really go two ways. But yeah, that's how I think it's going to go um casey's next question is do you want to see my new dress from cider send me the pictures i want to see them now um and then the next question oh she's put what makeup do you recommend because i want to try and get into it more you came to the right girl now if you guys didn't know i am like a makeup lover um like i just i just am it's just for me it's perfect but I love makeup. I think as of late, I've been really getting into trying to experiment with new looks. One of my biggest inspos is Miss Miss Demi, Miss Alexa. I love her so much. Um, but yeah, I think makeup, depending on what you want to get into, there's that really fun stage when you're first getting into makeup where you're like creating your first little like makeup bag, like your everyday like kit, if you will. Um, I obviously don't know if you what you've got and what you haven't got. But I'll give you a few products for like each seg segment, like part of makeup. Foundation, um, natural collection, do some really good ones. Their shade range is atrocious, but um, they are very sheer. So you don't really need to match exactly. I think they're really good, really lightweight, really affordable. Um, the Morphe skin tint is really good. I bought the wrong shade, but it is very good. The formula is very lightweight, silky uh long wearing application i like it very much um the makeup academy foundation is good i think it's called the matte long wear matte base foundation or something like that shade range really really lovely um i think that's for sure a good one my foundation at the moment is the w7 legend foundation um i think that's really good i believe it's matte but it has a for me maybe it's not matte because i feel like it has a really dewy finish um, yeah, those are my foundation recs. Concealer, Makeup Academy concealer. Um, the full coverage one, absolutely incredible. Do I think it's full coverage? No, I would say it is actually light to medium, which is good because it conceals 
it, for me, it gets rid of colour, but it doesn't completely erase any imperfections. Like, it's not going to completely erase your under eyes or completely cover up, like, pimples, but it does a nice job at, like, evening out the skin tone. Um, that's really good. I like the... I have this Technique palette, and it's, like, a cream contour, like, highlight and contour palette. Actually, no, it's a foundation palette, I think. I'm not sure, but it's got, like, eight shades. Um, and they're really good. They go really deep. And then I love that for just spot concealing. It's really thick, which is good. I wouldn't use it heavily because then you might look a bit like caked and your texture might be emphasized, even though that's not a problem. Um, but I like that. I have the W7 Photo Ready Concealer. I like it for heavier occasions because it's, it is very thick and the coverage is nuts. Like it lasts all day. Um, it is matte and the coverage is, as I said, incredible very full coverage yeah that was my concealer i think those are the only concealers i've got um brows technique do really great brow pencils the makeup obsession brow pencil is really incredible um it's retractable it lasts a long time um what else oh i recently bought a technique brow fixer and it's like you know how like soap brows are a thing i like this soap brow look i know some people hate it but I like it. Um, and it's not soap. It's like a gel. It's really dense and thick. And you just... That's really good. I'm going to send you some links later. Okay, yeah. Um, I might even link them on the blog. I might link them on the blog. That's a good idea. Um, but it's just called the Technique Brow Fix. So it's just clear. You run it through your brows. Keeps them in place all day. It's super good. It's so good to the point where I will be at home. And was it like last night or the night before? I touched my eyebrow and it was still in place after I'd been home for like six hours. Like it does not budge. Um, what else? Bronzer. I love the W7 Ebony Connect Connection Collection. That's really good. It's like a highlight and a contour. I never use the highlights in them because they're not, they don't really do anything for me, but I love the bronzers. The, oh God, what's it called? Hold on, I'm actually going to get it. <laughs> Sorry, girlies. I had to get it because it was bugging me, not remembering what it was called. But it is the Sunkissed Sunstone Bronzer. And it's a matte bronzer infused with minerals. And it has two shades in it. It's got a lighter one and a darker one. I use a darker one. I think that's really good. Really cute um blush the w7 ebony collection again my go-to blush is the pink sands ebony one it's delicious um makeup obsession do some great blushes i have a quad from them super pigmented really cute really peachy um blushes i'm trying to think natural collection were the first blushes i ever tried and i think they're absolutely gorgeous really pigmented really good shade range they have really light pale ones obviously for paler skin tones and then the darkest one that i've got and i think that they have it's like a mulberry cranberry color it's absolutely gorgeous it's like sun i don't know how appealing this sounds to some people but it's like sunburn in a, in a pan and again i know that sounds like probably horrific for some people but i love looking a little bit cooked a bit cooked by the sun i think it's nice um highlighter i love the revolution cheek kit it comes in like a few different quads mine i can't remember what it's called but uh if anyone wants a link just let me know um yeah it's just a really nice quad it's really pretty 
I love, I have the, I think it's like Rady, like Rady. It's like the Makeup Obsession and it is the best palette. It's like a, it's two quads. It's like, and it's called Moonlight and Sunlight. So you've got the sunlight side, which is obviously like you've got these warmer shades, like warm champagne golds, a baby pink, and then like a darker pink, gorgeous. Then you've got a mirror in the middle and then you've got the Moonlight side, the most gorgeous highlights there's like a champagne with like specks of holographic silver there's an orange with silver running through it there's a like a purple iridescent the best and it's really good because obviously you've got such a variety then and you can use them for shadows too it's great um what's left eyeshadow now eyeshadow is my forte like i'm not too big on skin like, I love a nice base, but it's not... I would much rather do, like, an eye look than a skin look, if that makes sense. I have too many eyeshadow palettes. My favourites... Let me go and... Let me go and get them, so I get the names right. I'm back again right so again i have too many eyeshadow palettes like i genuinely have got a problem and you don't need a lot i feel like one good eyeshadow palette is really all you need but i'm obviously excessive i love profusion and i don't hear people talking about it that much i think it might be just like in the uk but it is really affordable um like oh sorry i have like hiccups oh my god it's really really affordable the payoff in pigment is absolutely incredible the shimmers are incredible and they do foundations i they special the, i feel like their main thing is eyeshadows but they do brow things lip stuff skin stuff um they do everything so i love profusion palettes some of my first palettes were profusions um the ones i've got here right now art festival which is oh they're all themed by the way like they have one called like nudes mattes pastel neons um i have the pastel one i love her um the one i've got right now it's festival and it's a 35 shade pro pigment palette and it has new it's got everything you could need it's got transition shades for every skin tone um dark browns light browns mid browns it's got yellows oranges shimmers peaches pinks blues dark shimmery browns holographic shades blacks it's literally got everything you could need and i think a palette like this is so good for travel because obviously you can do something really neutral or you can push the boat out and do something colorful um another palette that i love is from you can be um i don't have anything else from this brand but it's um, I got it off of Amazon because I thought it looked cute. Um, I was just in search of more colour and it is, yeah, it's called Splashy Candies. It is absolutely gorgeous. It is quite a big palette. Let me count. Three, six, nine. What's nine times six? Like, uh, 54? Is that right? I don't know. But like, there's a lot of shadows and they are split into six, um, 
sections and each one has its own color story so there's an orange color story a red color story a purple a blue a green and a yellow and in there you've got mattes shimmers and then in the center of every single nine um pans you have this really lovely like glitter formula and it's um it's almost it feels wet and the payoff of these is nuts like absolutely nuts you don't need glitter glue you don't need a primer you just swipe that straight on and they are gorge so i love those um the other profusion cosmetics palettes i have are the metallics palette which is a 24 shade palette and a brush and they're you know all metallic the top row is basically all nudes and golds then you've got pinks blues <clears throat> greens silvers golds <coughs> oh my god oranges like oh my gosh i need a drink i'm choking that was scary oh right and then i've got the mixed profusion cosmetics mixed metals nude palette which is a nine pound palette um and they are matte and metallic and this is so good i might post pictures of these later on the blog if anyone's interested just let me know because i'm all i love makeup content so much it's my fave um if you want like swatches or anything let me know i will do all of that but yeah it's really good because it has four shimmers um five mattes and it's like the this palette reminds me of a mac palette in terms of the layout and the color story you've got like white mauve and then these really intense dark browns and the pigment payoff on these is nuts the shimmers are so pretty really long lasting i love her and i've got the mixed metals um 10 color iron face palette this is my everyday for a while because my makeup inspo for the first half of this year no first like quarter was um ari like her look with like the whole peach nude eye with the little black wing wispy lash um plump like pinky lips i was so into it and i was on the hunt for a palette that had that brownie pinky shade that wasn't too intense and this is the palette it has a blush which is very pale it's giving Nicki minaj 2010 i hate it i never use it then it has like a highlighter which is way too dark for me but you know it's obviously gonna work on someone with the darker skin tone or you could use it as a shadow i guess but i don't want to use it as a shadow i've got it's just like a rose gold but then it has these matte peachy mauve purples the few shimmers and i really like that and then i have to give a shout out to these i bought these like a month ago and they are insane they've got like a new collection i don't know what the collection is called but um it's basically like floral themed um like flowers and they are just five pan palettes and they are like thin and rectangular and they each are coordinated to a different flower so i picked up terrific tulip and they are just so gorgeous like there's you will understand like if you if you google this right now you will understand the beauty of it there's like really vibrant colors i don't this is a palette that i thought would be a really good addition to a main palette because i feel like you can't really create cohesive looks out of just these five colors because they're like for example this palette there's like a fuchsia a champagne gold a bright orange and a bright purple so like i mean <laughs> 
I feel like an everyday look isn't really the best. But with these palettes, you have a mix of matte and shimmers. Then the middle pan is, again, like the Splashy Candy palette. This, like, almost wet, like, shimmery glitter. And these are nuts. Like, they're so opaque. A lot of those glitter shades, it feels like it's, like, Vaseline and, like, a little bit of the pigmented glitter. But these ones, so opaque, so good. So I got Terrific Tulip, Honest Hibiscus and delightful dahlia and i think they're so sick like they're just really good one of my favorite looks to do is um just pop like some color in my inner corner so these are perfect for that like you can literally just pick it up go last all day doesn't move like it just makes sense you know what i mean so yeah those are my favorite eyeshadow palettes um if you want something oh if you want something more neutral you could try the profusion um mosaic palette i'm pretty sure it's the fiery one full of like nude warm neutrals it's really good uh, makeup academy has some really good palettes too mascara i don't like mascara because my eyelashes are so short that every time i put on mascara all it does is transfer to my under eye in about five minutes so i literally don't bother with mascara but I have loads for some reason. I love the W7 Lashtastic. Um, the collection, Fat, I think it's called the Fast Stroke Lash Defining Mascara. That was all right. Um, that's all I've got for you. And then eyeliner, I love a wing. If you know me, you know I love a wing. My favorite eyeliners are the collection ones, the felt tip liners. I have one in, that have the black one and the brown one. The black one does smudge throughout the day, but if you keep a makeup wipe on you, you're good. Brown one doesn't move, like, whatsoever. And it's just stain, but I don't mind that. Like, I do not mind that at all. Um, the tw the Colour Sport eyeliners are really good too. I think they're called the Colour Sport 24-hour liners. I have the black and brown one of those. I have a few little, like, liquid liners lined about the shop, but I don't know what they're, what they're actually called. Um, lashes. I just buy all of my lashes off of Amazon, personally. I know people are all into, like, the Ardells, but I'm not a lash girly. I'll pop on a lash if I feel like it's going to elevate the look. If not, I'll just leave myself lashless. Um, but yeah, I get all of mine off Amazon. I can give you a link if you would like. Um, what else is left? Ooh, access, like, gems. I get my gems off of Amazon as well. Like, my little diamonds, my eyeshadow looks um lips i get a lot of my lip stuff from just like black hair shops if you know you know like black hair shops have the best liners best lipsticks best lip glosses um hold on let me go and get my lip liners because i want to make sure that i'm giving like good recommendations Right, I'm back. I could not find the one that I had in mind from the black hair shop, but when I can, I will let you all know. But my favorite lip liner of all time is the Makeup Academy Intense Color Lip Liner in the shade Sincere. It is quite literally the perfect mix of, I struggle with like finding nude shades, 
because I feel like they're either always leaning too pink or purple. And I don't like that. I want it to lean actually more on the brown side. And I feel like this perfectly, it's like the perfect mix of both. Um, they last for a really long time. I have the, my favorite lip combo is this uh, lip liner in Sincere, the lipstick in Sincere, and then uh, the NK lip gel in Strawberry. It's just so pretty. But um, yeah, these liners are really good. Um, lipsticks, I have a ton of lipsticks. The Makeup Academy ones are great. W7 ones are great. Olivia Hale. Um, Max Factor do some good lippies. Technique. Who else? I'm trying to think of lipsticks by Wet n Wild. In terms of glosses, as I said, black hair shops are the best. Um, Crystal London, NK. Um, Olivia Hale collection yeah i just have a ton of, i have an assortment of lip glosses and then for setting spray i use the rimmel lasting finish setting spray that's it that's all i've got for you i could have done that for seven like hours i probably bored you all but you know what it was fun it was fun for me right next question um am i a bad person for wanting to rob harry blind and leave him with absolutely nothing but his ratty tatty old underwear no Casey, i think you're absolutely correct um within your instinctual want to do that i too want to rob harry i want to leave him i don't want to leave him with his underwear leave him naked that's what he gets but like i don't know i just you're not wrong Casey. you're never wrong my love and you know i'm happy for you and then her last question is also chris evans is still hot as ever duh bitch like duh have you guys seen the pictures of him on the ghosted set absolutely astronomical hand around my throat when truly well i have no more questions and i feel like i've covered everything i want to do a met pod like i did last time where i reviewed all the looks and the designers and such and such but they take a long time because you have to first of all look through all the looks i I'm, I'm, i didn't do everyone last time but like i did the ones that i wanted to but then you have to look at the celebrity the designer the theme see if the designer or the celebrity has actually spoken about the theme and then review it objectively as well as subjectively so i feel like they take a long time but i'd be interested in doing one if you want one let me know because i just i have a lot to say about that shit show but yeah i'm done for today i think this has been a really cute one it's quite short i feel like usually they're quite they're longer than this but i've had a nice time i hope you guys have too let me know what you think about this if there's anything you want me to do in another pod any ideas anything like that just let me know i'm up for most things so go ahead um and yeah i hope you have a nice day or night and i will see you next time